my friends to the D-Rate the Hate podcast. I am Wilk from WilkesWorld.com, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about truth. A lot we hear these days uh, from people is my truth and your truth. You know, the reality is there's just truth, and, and we're going to get into that in just a little bit. But, you know, at the D-Rate the Hate podcast, we are all about bettering the world one attitude at a time. Now, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. So what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? Because by making your life a better life, it definitely makes the world a better place. Again, talking about truth. Well, uh, we're going to talk about an article uh, and a video that I saw this week. And a lot of times I don't, don't really get too much into current events so much. But this is one that stood out to me because uh, not only was it just so outrageous, it, it really stood out to me, but the idea that it was defended by somebody by saying, well, this is her truth. And and with that being said, I, I just had to bring it up because it, it really stood out to me because I've heard these things where people say, well, uh, I've seen in groups where what does your truth mean to you or or how do you defend your truth? And and the whole concept of my truth or your truth or his her his truth or her truth, there is no my truth. There is no your truth. There is no his truth. There is no her truth. There is no their truth. Truth is truth. Anything other than the truth is, is either an opinion, a lie, or some variation thereof. But there is no, if, if, if truth has a qualifier, then it's no longer the truth because the truth is the truth. The truth is based on fact. And if, if you have to have a qualifier for the truth, just like having a qualifier for the word justice, if you have a qualifier for the word justice, it's not really justice. It's now some variation of something else, but it's not justice. The same way with truth. You know, if you have to have a qualifier for truth, it's not really truth. So why do I bring this up? So this week I saw a video and read some articles and, and it's a pretty hot topic this week of a, uh, of a college professor from Cypress College in, in Southern California. Never heard of the college before this week and it's neither here nor there. It happens on a lot of college campuses. But in, in this communications class, a young man named Braden Ellis was tasked with uh, a speech and he was doing his speech on cancel culture, which we've talked about cancel culture before. Now, cancel culture is just toxic poison. It's, there's, there's no two ways about it. Cancel culture is toxic poison. Now, of course, that's my opinion. That is not my truth. Okay? That is my opinion. And I think it's a pretty, pretty standard opinion amongst level-headed and reasonable people. Cancel culture is a toxic, toxic thing. But Braden Ellis was talking about cancel culture, and he had brought, brought it up because of the... Uh, the cartoon Paw Patrol, right? The cartoon Paw Patrol has a bunch of little cartoon dogs and, and the idea that, that there are people out there with, with such a lunatic mindset that they, they would take a cartoon about little cartoon dogs and they're, they're, they've, they've got a police officer dog in their little Paw Patrol, right? The Paw Patrol is awesome. I, you know, not a big cartoon guy, but I've got a 16-month-old daughter. She loves the Paw Patrol, all the little puppies and all the little action things that are going on. And the puppies come to save the day. It's an awesome little cartoon, right? Well, there's a group out there that has a vested interest in 
bashing on cops in any way that any way shape or form that they can and and somehow they devised a plan in their mind that because Paw Patrol had this little puppy dog that that has a has a police uniform on that they wanted to cancel Paw Patrol right so Braden Ellis at Cypress College in Southern California was talking about the cancel culture and the idea that because of Paw Patrol talking about or depicting rather this little puppy with the police uniform on being a hero that that it's toxic for children because you shouldn't be uh, depicting police officers as heroes in a, in a children's cartoon. Now, like I said, to me, this is an absolute lunatic mindset. But this this college professor, and I and I put that in quotes because I wouldn't I wouldn't let her watch my dog, let alone teach my children. But this professor then begins to berate uh, not only the student but tries to get him in this gotcha moment and and. And says, well, are, are all police officers heroes? And, you know, that's not what he said, but he, he made it very clear that the vast majority of police officers are heroes, which is absolutely the truth. You know, that is the real truth. The vast majority of police officers put on that uniform every single day and go out there and do things that uh, either either expressly save lives or, or in some fashion just because of their presence makes and and it makes the world safer and makes makes lives better but just like and and like Braden Ellis said in in that that confrontation with that professor you know th- there's bad people in every walk of life i mean there's there's bad lawyers there's bad doctors there's bad you know in, in every walk of life there's there's going to be bad apples there's no question about it but the reality is the real truth of the matter is that more lives are saved by police officers every single day than are taken by police officer in, I don't know, years, decades maybe. So just by their presence and the things that they do. But that's not really what I'm about. You know, that's not what this episode is about. But that is the truth. That's not my truth. That's not somebody else's truth. That is the truth. That's the facts bear out that as a statistical, factual truth. Okay. So now she went on to say that police were more dangerous to her and, and her life was in greater danger in the, police, in the presence of police than, than if they weren't there. And he asked, you know, if somebody was attacking you with a gun or a knife, you know, would you call the police? And she said no. And that's when she got into that nonsense about how her life is in greater danger uh, if, you know, if she was in the presence of police, which, which we all know is you know, like I said, any reasonably minded person thinks or knows that that is, is just lunacy. Okay, but then I see in the comments section in some of these posts uh, about this confrontation between Braden Ellis and, and the professor at Cypress College, people defending her. Well, you, you know, you can't bust on her because that's that's her truth, you know, and, and she talks about... Uh, police uh originating as slave catchers and this is you know uh, this this goes back to that whole thing that i talked about a, a couple episodes ago about the reticular activating system and the perpetual victim mentality you know if that's her truth now that's her perception of the truth okay was there a, a you know a force back in the day uh, of people 
uh, policing and, and, and catching runaway slaves? Absolutely. We know that. That's part of the stain that slavery is. That's a part of the stain on America's history that slavery is. We know that. But does that mean that every police officer or that mean equating policing nowadays to the slave catchers in the, uh, you know, the couple centuries ago? No, I mean, that's, that's, that's ridiculous, right? The mindset is ridiculous. It's not her truth. It's her, her, it's her perception of the truth. So you can't use somebody's perception of the truth when, it's, when it really has no basis in fact. You can't use that and call that her truth and, and then say that we have to respect her truth because her truth is not the truth. It is, it is her opinion based on uh, a fallacy that she is, has developed in her mind that, that police are a greater danger to her and, and people, you know, of, of different races than, than they really are. So you don't have to uh, pretend like that is a logical mindset by saying, oh, well, that's her truth. We just have to respect that because that's her truth. That's not the way that this works. That's not the way that any of this works. And, and we, we have to get away from that because we, we can't pretend that we can just put a qualifier in front of the word truth and now it's to be respected. It's not the way that that works. So, uh, again, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. I'm going to put an, uh, a link to that little lunatic video in the show notes just just because there you know there are people out there like that and and we need to just hope as a people that those fringe extremists with those kind of mindsets uh, come to their senses and 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 logic and reason prevail because that type of thing there's going to be people like that there's no doubt there's going to be people like that and we have to avoid people like that and god forbid uh, that your child is in a class that is being taught by somebody with that type of a mindset. Uh, the, the idea that there's people that actually have to pay to be in the presence of people uh, with that kind of uh, misperception of reality is a terrible thing. And so we just need to watch out for stuff like that and, and hope that we uh, that the young people with impressionable minds are, are not... I'm not subject to that that kind of of thought process and that type of thinking because because it's toxic. It's toxic, just like I talked. Like I said, and, and I'll I'll put a link to that that show in the show notes a couple couple episodes ago where I talked about that reticular activating system and the perpetual victim mentality. Because that reticular activating system, if all you believe is that you're a victim, and, and you you seek out because of that reticular activating system. Now you begin to seek out in every way possible everything that reinforces that mindset that you are a victim. Your life is going to be miserable, and we we don't want to see that happen. So I'm going to put a link to that episode 52 in the show notes. And who knows? I, I mean, who knows? Maybe episode 52 of this uh, about the reticular activating system and that perpetual victim mentality, maybe that makes its way to that professor and turns her life around in some way, and maybe she won't be such a miserable and unhappy and a, and a pain-stricken human being and, and spend the rest of her life miserable. It's a very, very real possibility. And if you share that type of thing with your friends, if you know somebody who has that mentality, you know, they believe in, in this is my truth, and that's her truth, and, and you've got your truth, and he's got his truth. If you know somebody like that, share this episode with them, because that type of mentality... 
is toxic and we don't want to have that. We need to better the world and we need to, to make people realize, you know, if you suffer from that perpetual victim mentality, something, some way, somehow, if you want to have a positive life, you're going to have to turn yourself around. That's another thing. You know, episode 53 that I recently did where we talk about the attitude of gratitude and personal accountability challenge. You know, you want to make your world a better place? You want to make, uh, you want to make your life a better life? Try the attitude of gratitude personal uh, and personal accountability challenge that I talk about in episode 53. With that, uh, each week when I don't have a guest or when I don't have an interview, I talk about a good news or a feel-good story, a good deed story. And this one ties right in with this episode because it is a beautiful deed done by a bunch of beautiful cops in Tempe, Arizona. And they, uh, they, they heard a story, or they came across a story on Facebook where a, where a gentleman had, had put a story on there about a, at a small tractor that his son, uh, or that was stolen from his son, some, some thieves. We've talked about things like this before. There's, there's very little in this world worse than a thief. And uh, especially a thief that would steal something from a child. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's very sad. But it happens. And the, uh, the, the patrol officer um, down there in Tempe uh, caught wind of this because of a story on Facebook. And got together with a local Walmart and some local charities. And was able to purchase for this young man, a little four-year-old. Gerald Philbrook was able to get a brand new little replica gator uh, gator tractor thing that he can drive around and very little uh, very good heartwarming story beautiful deed done by beautiful uh, beautiful police officers like so many police officers do they're out there to do good things they're doing great work for for the community and, and this is no exception what it is is though is ordinary people doing extraordinary things and I love those kind of stories so Young Gerald Philbrook was able to get a new tractor. These uh, these police officers doing what they do, bettering the community and uh, bettering the world around them. So if you uh, if you want to see that that video, check out our show notes. There'll be a link to that uh, that article in the show notes talking about Gerald Philbrook, four year old Gerald Philbrook getting a new Gator tractor, and uh, he actually he actually got a little personalized license plate and a peace sign bumper sticker. Uh, as well to uh, to put on his new toy tractor. So that is a incredible story. Check out the show notes. You're going to want to see that video. The cop actually starts to tear up, and uh, uh, when he's when he's presenting the tractor to the kid, it's a beautiful, heartwarming story. So I love stories like that. I'm sure you love stories like that, and uh, those are the kind of things that we need to be promoting and showing people all over the world because that is the thing that makes everything better. Is that uh, that kind of, of beautiful story? So, with that, I'm going to wrap things up. I will just say again do what you can to make your life a better life. Do what you can to make the world a better place. Be kind to one another. Be grateful for everything that you've got. And remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. Again, please subscribe to us wherever you get your audio. And if you have something that you want to share with me personally, Shoot me an email at wilk at wilksworld.com. If you're participating in the Attitude of Gratitude and Personal Accountability Challenge, let me know how that's changing things for you. I'd really like to hear it. So with that, I'm going to back on out of here and catch you next week.